Hello and welcome to the Evil Lawyer's Guide to Life. I am the Evil Lawyer and you are not. Today we're going to talk about Brianna Taylor. Or is it Brianna? You can find us on Facebook at Evil Lawyer's Guide. We're back on. On the web at www.evillawyersguide.com. And on Twitter, we're back on at Evil Law Guide. Brianna Taylor, minding her own business, asleep in her apartment, doing absolutely nothing, and neither was Kenneth Walker, her other boyfriend, when the police just walked in and shot her. Um, killed her for no reason at all, and no, that's not what happened. You know, even the Washington Compost cannot quite get to that point. I mean, I, I just re finished reading one of their articles, and... You know, they skew and screw and massage and manipulate and rub and tug the data and still can't get to the point. But Louisville is on fire. Chicago is on fire. Dallas had a riot over the... I mean, you know, it's... it's some point, we're going to have to all admit, at least those of us who aren't complete idiots, that the rioting and... Um, the unpeaceful protests, and regardless of what the guy on CNN says, the First Amendment says the right to peaceably uh, protest, has absolutely nothing to do with lives, black, brown, or otherwise. Has everything to do with mostly white Marxists, but a lot of black ones too, and some brown ones I'm assuming, and I've never seen an Asian one, but I'm sure they exist. I'm talking about in the United States. Now, I'm sure there are a lot of them in China. This has nothing to do with lives. It has everything to do with using, uh, let me paraphrase Hillary Clinton, never let a crisis go wasted. This has everything to do with using these situations to burn down cities and try and manipulate uh, the November elections. And as, hey, I'm I'm the biggest Trump supporter you'll ever meet. Uh, I used to couldn't stand the guy. No, I think he's terrific. But I will tell you this, the November elections, Trump is important. I mean, a President Biden, come on, we can't have a President Biden. But... The local and national uh, elections are a lot more important than the president. And those are the ones where Soros and the like, his ilk, have been pouring all of their money. When you see, and I did a show about this three weeks ago, when you see a $5 million purse, and that's what I'm going to call it because it's, it's like boxing now. When you see a $5 million purse on a DA's race, district attorney race, vote for the guy who has the, le the least money. Or the, or the woman. Whoever has the least money, vote for them. Because the only reason there's that much money in a local race is because a big player like Soros or his ilk are trying to buy up as many local politicians as they, as they can. That's why we get prosecuting attorneys who go after people who are protecting their homes and businesses and decline to prosecute thousands of rioters and vandal, you know, people who burn uh, buildings and uh, smash out windows and looters and everything else, and they refuse to prosecute them. It's happening right here in Dallas. It's happening in Houston. It's happening in Chicago. It's happening in St. Louis. It's happening in L.A. Uh, I already mentioned Chicago and New York. Everywhere where we have Soros, 
leftist, Marxist-funded local prosecuting attorneys, local um, government mayors, councilmen. Everywhere we have those, we're getting this completely illegal failure to prosecute any of the real criminals and then this just rabid prosecution of citizens who are trying to protect themselves. So as much as I, of course, I'm going to pull a lever for Trump, your local elections are actually more important. This has been going on for the last 20 or so years that these globalists, Soros and the rest of them figured out that owning 300 state senators, councilmen, congressmen, and district attorneys was a lot better than owning a couple of presidents and four or five, you know, senators and a Supreme Court justice. So remember that when you go to the polls, your local elections are key. Yes, the national election is very important. If we get a President Biden, you know, you can take your dollars and use them to heat your house because they're not going to be worth anything. But back to Breonna Taylor, having done a lot of criminal defense law in my life, I always go to the documents. I can sit here and read what these pandering suck-ups are, are saying, but you know what, even in their articles, okay, there's, there's a little bit, there's, there's only so much, some of them just flat out lie. You know, you just flat out just make it up and lie. But if you're not going to go that far, there's only so much manipulation these facts will accept. And uh, even Kenneth Walker, now Kenneth Walker is the is one of her boyfriends, and he's the one who opened fire on the police. Even Kenneth Walker admitted that, and I quote. The police pounded on the door for 30 to 45 seconds. Well, how did he know they were police pounding on the door? And if he knew they were police pounding on the door, why did he open fire? If he hadn't have opened fire, Brianna, Brianna, whatever, BT would still be alive. But he did open fire, and he knew they were police when he opened fire, in my opinion, given what I've read in the news that I've been able to digest that's not just pure propaganda. And I'm quoting, even Kenneth Walker admitted that the police pounded on the door for 30 to 45 seconds. Therefore, by definition, this was not a no-knock raid. Now, they were authorized to do no-knock raid. And what's a no-knock raid? That's when the cops come and kick your door in. And they don't knock and say, we're the cops first. But apparently, they did knock and say, we're the cops first. And there's a neighbor, a completely independent witness who says that the cops announced, we're the cops, you know, while they were beating on the door for that 30 to 45 seconds. How long is 30 to 45 seconds? Time it out. That's a long time to pound on the door. Long enough that Walker woke up or at least noticed that there were a bunch of cops at the door, got his gun and opened fire on them. They returned fire and someone's bullet, we're not sure whose, and this is why there was only a charge of endangerment. We don't know whose bullet killed Breonna Taylor. It could have been one of the cops. It could have been Walker. Kenneth Walker opens fire in the dark on a bunch of police. No one knows whose bullet killed her. I would posit that nobody has tested his. That wouldn't fit the narrative. It would not be politically expedient. Back to that warrant. 
Everybody says, oh, she was innocent. She wasn't doing anything, blah, blah, blah. Let me, I'm not going to read you the entire search warrant, but I'm going to, most of you have probably never seen a search warrant. And if you have, you don't remember it because it was a very bad evening. (laughs) So when they show up at your door with a search warrant, it's a very bad evening and you're probably not going to remember it. Lawyers, you can stop listening now because you're going to get bored. Unless you don't do criminal defense and then you might enjoy this. The search warrant um, was issued and signed by a judge based on testimony uh, provided by Detective Janes, J-A-Y-N-E-S, of the Louisville Metro Police Department, commanding officers to search the premises known lo, known and numbered as, and that's, they give uh, Breonna Taylor's address, and more particularly described as, and because of issues in the past with cops going to the wrong house because they all look alike, especially apartments, they give a description and, you know, location and everything. And uh, two vehicles, one of which I believe was hers and one of which was Walker. Uh, And the persons of Jamarcus Cordell Glover, Adrian Orlandez Walker, and Breonna Taylor. So she was on the search warrant. You don't get on a search warrant without being under investigation. This was a drug investigation. And seized the following described as personal property. Marijuana, cocaine, heroin, meth, all illegal narcotics or paraphernalia as described in violation of, and they give a law, any monies that are proceeds from drug trafficking, safes used to store illegal narcotics or money, weapons that may be used to protect illegal narcotics or money, perhaps like the one Walker opened fire on the police with. That's my, just, I'm throwing that in. Any paper that may be evidence of individuals living in the residence, any documents to include mail, which may indicate financial activity stemming from illegal activity, any electronic recording media, computers, software, blah, 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 uh, that may uh, document illegal narcotics activity, and uh, signed by a judge and, and the court, uh, executed uh, back in March. Here's the affidavit. It's the affidavit uh, based on the detective. On January of 2020, Affiant, Affiant, the the guy who wrote the affidavit, placed a pole camera at the intersection of 24th and Elliott Avenue. Uh, Within an hour of surveillance, they observed 15 to 20 vehicles go to and from 2424 Elliott Avenue. Within a short period of time, which indicated uh, trafficking in narcotics. Okay, so now that's not the same address as the apartment, but stick with me here for a second. Uh, then they watched the, the two cars they mentioned um, race around at a high rate of speed. Finally got one of them stopped. They smelled weed. They always say that. That's like detectives could smell a strong odor of, odor of marijuana coming from the listed vehicle. I don't know how many times I've read that on an affidavit and I always laugh because that's just what they always say and it doesn't mean it's true. Uh, They found a little bit of weed and a whole bunch of cash in that vehicle. Adrian Walker had a pending court case for convicted felon in possession of a firearm at the time of this bust. Okay. Now, that's the reason for the no-knock. In my opinion, as 
an attorney who's done a lot of these cases and represented a lot of dope dealers over the years. The reason for the no-knock is not just the drugs. It's the fact that the guy has already got a pending case for convicted felon in possession of a firearm. He was on bond for that. Plus, he has trafficking controlled substance, uh, cocaine, trafficking marijuana. Uh, these aren't just, you know, oh, he had a baggie on him. It's trafficking cocaine greater than four grams. Um, then they watched, observed Jamarcus Glover using the same red charger with Walker as a passenger and observed with their pole camera them allegedly dealing drugs and, you know, hiding some drugs. And Jamarcus has the following pending court cases. Convicted felon in possession of a firearm, once again. Convicted felon in possession of a handgun. Receiving stolen property, to wit, a firearm. And a whole bunch of dope trafficking cases. All of them. Cocaine. Heroin. Marijuana. Cocaine. Uh, cocaine and more cocaine and tampering with evidence. Now, tampering with evidence in these drug cases usually, in my experience of a lot of years, is, you know, someone like threw the dope away when they were chasing them. Uh, they con conducted surveillance multiple times on this site, uh, 2424 Elliott Avenue, and these guys were selling a whole bunch of dope, and they called it a trap house, which is cop and hood speak for a place where you can buy drugs. The, um, they mentioned the Dodge Charger a lot and they mentioned, uh, these, these two guys a lot. Um, then they verified that Jamarcus Glover had been receiving packages, uh, at 3003 Springfield Drive, number four. That's the address where Breonna Taylor was shot when the other Walker opened fire on the police. And the, they believed that um, he was keeping narcotics and shipping narcotics in and out of that address. They observed the vehicles at that address and the white Impala, which was registered to Breonna Taylor, was sh seen parked in front of the trap house, the, the crack house, the dope house, on multiple occasions. They did verify that the, that Taylor lived at the address where this whole thing occurred, and they verified that Jamarcus also lived there. And they verified that he was friends with Walker, and they had been seen in the Dodge Charger that was often allegedly transporting drugs. So, what does all that mean? Well... You get a no-knock warrant when you're going in to bust dope dealers who have multiple pending cases for felon in possession of a firearm, as these guys did. The warrant included Breonna Taylor because her vehicle was seen all the time at the dope house. It also included her address because Jamarcus, one of the alleged dope dealers, was listed as residing at that address. Now, whatever the media says about, oh, he just got his mail there or whatever. Well, he was there. His car was there. He, he got his mail there. He was friends with her. He allegedly resided there. So you can do the math yourself. This is why I always say 
you got to go to the source and you can't be intellectually lazy because it took an hour on Google for me to find this actual document, this search warrant. You know, I, I usually go to DuckDuckGo, but I was, I was using Google anyway for something else. It took an hour to find this information. You're not going to hear any of this information on the freaking view. You're not going to hear any of this information on CNN. You're not going to hear any of this information on MSNBS. You're, you're not even going to hear this on Fox. This information, you either dig for it yourself or you listen to my show. I don't even think Rush or Hannity or anybody else has gone line by line through this search warrant. Having been in the criminal law business for many, many years, the facts absolutely would point to a no-knock warrant being issued. And a no-knock warrant is where they, they know there's dangerous people in there. They don't want them... Uh, getting their guns and fighting it out, you know, having a shootout. So they just kick the door in and they go in. They use flashbangs the whole nine yards. I mean, everything you see in a movie, they pretty much do it. However, when they got there, for some reason, they decided to knock and announce. Now, we have an independent witness that says they were like, hey, it's the cops. And, they were, and we have uh, Walker who's saying they beat on the door for 30 to 45 seconds which if I wanted to time out 30 to 45 seconds of pounding on a door, you would see that that's really a long time. It doesn't sound that long, but if you actually pound on a door for 30 to 45 seconds, it's a long time. That's not, you know, I think mom is at the door. That is, well, let's just do it. That is this. Fifteen seconds. Thirty seconds. I'm not going to finish because, well, that's really annoying. So you see, you ever had someone pound on your door that long and announce they're the police? And what was his response? He opened fire. Now, in Texas, we have something called the felony murder rule, which means if you're committing a felony and someone gets murdered, it doesn't matter whether you pull the trigger or not, you can get the death penalty. Now, I don't know what the law is in Kentucky because I've never practiced in Kentucky. In fact, I've only been to Kentucky like twice in my entire life. But I'm just going to say what would happen in Texas under these circumstances. In Texas, Walker would be charged with the killing of Breonna Taylor. Unless a Soros-funded prosecuting attorney, Dallas County, Harris County, Travis County, was in charge, in which case he probably would not. In Texas, if you and your buddy go to commit a felony... And someone in the house justifiably shoots your buddy, you catch the felony murder charge. And you can go to the death house for that in Texas. Don't know about Kentucky. I've never practiced there. Only been there twice. So, and by the way, I didn't Mirandize you in the beginning. This show is for entertainment purposes only. We don't give legal advice on this show. If you need a lawyer, get a lawyer.
Um, so the whole Breonna Taylor thing, she was listed on the warrant. She was apparently dating these two drug dealers, in my opinion. She was dating these two drug dealers, messing around with these two guys. And they were using her house, in my opinion, as a drop-off point and then taking the drugs to the trap house or crack house or dope house or whatever you want to call it in one of the two vehicles. And one of those vehicles belonged to Breonna Taylor. So everybody that wants to say that she wasn't involved and they post that picture of her with her little outfit on and everything, that's complete and utter bullshit. Um, if she wasn't involved, then she would have had an opportunity to, you know, be tried and show that she was not involved. She's innocent until proven guilty. If Walker hadn't have opened fire on the police when he realized that it was the police, they're yelling, it's the police and beating on the door for 30 to 45 seconds. And I just demonstrated how long 30 seconds is when someone's beating on your door. Now he said 30 to 45. In my experience, people generally lie, and they probably be on the door for a lot longer than that. This neighbor, uh, according to the Washington Post, this neighbor who they're saying obviously is lying, they have no reason to say why he's lying, but they say he is, but then again, that's the Washington Post, says that they announced. Walker says the police beat on the door for 30 to 45 seconds. How did he know that? How did he know they were the police? And so he just opens fire. I've had the police beat on my door before. And I didn't open fire. I mean, maybe I just didn't have a gun. But if I did, I didn't open fire. I turned the intercom on and said, what do you want? Well, it turned out that they were looking for somebody else. They were at the wrong house. If it had been a no-knock, I don't know what would have happened. You know, there have been instances where they do no-knocks on the wrong house and the homeowner opens fire because he thinks they're burglars, because that's kind of what they look like in some instances, some some departments. And, you know, but that's a whole different thing here. What we're talking about is the, the Marxist left's use of the death of Breonna Taylor, which may or may not have been a tragedy, depending on how you look at it. Whose fault is it? Well, uh, that's what the Washington Post opinion says. We got to blame somebody. Well, in Texas, legally, the guy to blame would be Walker because he was committing a felony by having a firearm, which would be the second time at least, because he was on bond for felon in possession of a firearm, and he opened fire on the police. Secondly, we don't really know what whose bullet killed her. We don't know if it was Walker's. We know it wasn't any of the police, or we know they can't prove the bullet belonged to any of the police who fired. Well, there was only one other person opening fire. And that's Walker. But nobody's checked that yet. Or if they did, they're suppressing it. And he's got a civil suit and everybody's got a civil suit. And it'll come out in two years in discovery in that civil suit long after the whole country's been burned down over this and other instances like this, which are being used to spool up division and to ignite riots all over the nation. And even in Europe, there are people even writing in Europe. And, you know, it's kind of funny. I was watching the uh, riot videos, and I didn't see a whole lot of black faces. I mean, it was mostly pissed-off little white kids. So, pissed-off little white kids, 
coupled with the BLM founders saying that they're trained Marxists and this whole movement is intended to bring down the United States economy because they don't like it because it's not a Marxist economy, and, and the, the ads that pop up on Craigslist and everything else, you're being sold a bill of good, folks. A bill of goods, a bill of bads. You're being sold a bunch of crap. Hopefully, now that you know some of the facts, you can actually make an informed opinion. Um, if you care to read the warrant and the affidavit, you can go to reason.com and search Breonna Taylor search warrant. That is not, I'm not affiliated with that webpage in any way whatsoever. And that's about all we've got for Breonna Taylor. Hope you don't live in Louisville. I had, used to have family that lived there like a long time ago. As always, you can find us on Facebook at Evil Lawyers Guide on the web at evillawyersguide.com with the www's in front of it and on Twitter at Evil Law Guide. And with that, have an evil day.